noticed that everything the Indian does is in a circle. That is because the power of the world moves in circles and everything tries to be round. Everything the power of the world does is done in a circle. The sky is round, and I've heard that the earth is round. Birds make their nests in circles, for theirs is the same religion as ours. Even the seasons form a great circle in their changing and always come back to where they were. From Black Elk. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Amadajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for December 29th to January 5th, 2000, uh, 2006 and 2007, and it's the full to the last quarter of the wolf moon. And some calendar events for this quarter moon, of course, uh, January, I mean, uh, December 31st, New Year's Eve, January 1st, New Year's Day. It's also called the Feast of the Circumcision on the uh, church calendar, if you prefer. January 5th, marks the anniversary of the beginning of the Great Ice Storm of 1998 and is also Twelfth Night. Uh, it's also the feast day of St. Simeon Stylites, born in 390 A.D., one of the Desert Fathers, sort of a shipwreck Kelly or uh, what's his name, David, um, the magician of his age, who he lived on a six-foot square platform atop a 60-foot pillar. Um, January 6th, of course, is Epiphany, the traditional 12th day of Christmas. Some natural events for this quarter moon. Um, you know, um, Black Elk says that the power of the world moves in circles, but it's been the way of Western culture to view time and history as a straight line moving from beginning to end. Christianity, Judaism, even Marxism have this straight-line view. I tend to go with black elk. I believe that our lives go in circles and that this is ordained by a power far greater than ourselves. You may notice I didn't say a benevolent power. Um, let me explain why. The other day I had a day off and I decided to split some wood down to stove size. I strode briskly out to the wood pile to begin. Wait a minute, I need my gloves. They're back in the house. So I returned to the house to find the gloves in the pocket of my coat. Taking the coat off the hook, I rummaged through the pockets to find the gloves, and I returned the coat to the overloaded hook, which pulled out of the wall, dropping coats, hats, and coat hook to the floor. So I headed for the kitchen tool drawer to get a screwdriver to fix the hook. And when I opened the drawer, I noticed that for the 100th time, someone had borrowed the hammer and screwdriver and hadn't returned them to their proper place. I steamed off looking for the offender, and I found the beloved criminal struggling to hang a large picture, but, but not having the right picture hanger. So I headed for the back hall to find my carpenter's bag because I knew there was a good picture hanger in the bag. The bag was covered with Christmas boxes and wrappings to go to the dump, so 
I stacked the boxes and lugged them out to my truck for the next trip to the dump. Uh, in the back of the truck was a rug that I'd gotten from a neighbor, and I couldn't throw the boxes on top of the rug, so I set them down and wrestled the rug out of the back of the truck and into the house and down the hall to where it was going to be spread out. And I started to unroll the rug, but I noticed that the floor needed to be swept first. Uh, in a slight daze now, I went to the pantry to fetch a broom, and I heard a voice calling something about a picture hanger. I turned and headed for the back hall just as the phone began to ring. I snatched it deftly off its cradle. Hello? No, he's not. Can I take a message? I tried to listen for the message and root around in the drawer for a pencil to write it down. Okay, bye. Well, I found a pencil, but the point was dull. So as the pencil, I mean the telephone message faded in my memory, I rushed to the pencil sharpener, which wouldn't turn. So I grabbed my knife to whittle a new point on the pencil, but the knife was too dull. So I ran into the kitchen and got the steel to sharpen my knife and I did, and started to whittle, and then I thought, not on the floor, you callous oaf. So I decided to whittle it into the stove, you know, energy conservation. So I lifted the stove lid, and I noticed that the fire was nearly out and needed to be fed immediately, if not sooner. So back I went to the wood pile again. I found the right piece of dry oak and decided to split it up a little so that it wouldn't put out the fire. And suddenly light dawned on marble head. I was bathed in a sense of the mythical oneness, the rightness, the roundness of things. Like dust to dust, I'm back to the woodpile. Like the turning of the seasons, I'm to back to where I began. The power of the world moves in circles. Now, where did I put my gloves? And finally, here are a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week and into the new year. From the book of Ecclesiastes, sun rises and goes down and hastens to the place where it rises. The wind blows to the south and goes round to the north. Round, round goes the wind, and on its circuits the wind returns. And from the book of Genesis, while the earth remains, Day and night, summer and winter, cold and heat, shall not cease. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter, Moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>